I know what you're thinking, punk. Question is, can I get Wolverine before he turns me into shish kebab with those claws? Bump up. Seeing as how these claws are adamantium, the strongest metal known, and can slice through vanadium steel like a hot knife through butter, buddy. You gotta ask yourself, do I feel lucky? And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. F-R-E-A-K Your ornery fur-bearing rebel! Hey, welcome to another 5-Minute Freak. On the road. I'm Chris Honeywell, I'm here with Scott McGregor. Howdy. In the... The brand new, this is probably the first recording in the new Gloatmobile. We're going to knock on wood when we say that, because it's still a ways till garage sale season. And Not that far. I am Murphy's Law when it comes to vehicles. We're on, yes, that's true. <laughs> we're on our way, we're on our way to the movies. We're going to go see Logan, yeah. the last Wolverine movie with Hugh Jackman in it, apparently. Or right, until they it, back that dump truck of money I, you know, I, up to his house. I seem to remember them saying, like, the last solo Wolverine movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, the guy's, like, pushing 50, I think. So, I mean, he's not going to want to do it for too long. It's pretty much unprecedented. I remember early on he said he would, if he played Wolverine for a long time, that he would eventually bow out. Yeah. You know, he would, he would only play within his his age range of the character yeah. or whatever and this 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 seems like a way to bow out because it's like okay here he is as an old man yeah yeah so any logan after unless they're like well, cg in his face or something he has made one caveat that he would come back if he could be allowed into the the avengers universe so which will never happen in our life as wolverine yeah yeah oh so. who knows yeah they made a deal with uh, sony for spidey you know so Maybe we shouldn't be going to this it movie. Would, it would make <laughs> buckets of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so uh, everything I've heard about this movie has been good. So I'm Yeah, I mean, expecting uh, a good movie. Definitely. I mean, and I kind of swore off. I did not go see X-Men Apocalypse in the theater. I, I like Days of Future Past, but not enough to not really regret paying the 10 bucks for it, I think, and... So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll catch this one on streaming or DVD. And I was not impressed with it at all. Um, the cool Wolverine scene notwithstanding in it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm paying to see this one because it's... Hey, let's, fa- let's face it, he owned the character. He's been doing the character for 17 years and nine movies. And, uh, yeah, uh, he was always a, a really good choice for Wolverine. Or, you know, he owned it as soon as he, he did it. I'm up for seeing him out, and Patrick Stewart's back, and something like an interesting road movie slash western thing. And well, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much, like the Wolverine, that it's like the the gritty, the gritty Wolverine movie that I see in my head. Yeah, everybody's like, say this is the this is the movie, and then I know, well, it's not my head. 
Well, it's so like we'll see. any character with that long of a history, everybody's got their own movie in their head. Right, you but, know? you know, I've always their had the idea, just in stylistically, that you could do, like, a, a kind of gritty movie that would not even... The only reason it would fit into the genre is because it's the character of Wolverine, he's a mutant and stuff, but it would basically work as just a hardcore, violent gritty movie, you yeah. know, like a Dirty Harry movie, yeah. or something. Or a Lone Wolf and Cub movie, or, which is right, kind of what this right, is, Or really. a Western, or, yeah. or whatever, but, you know, something that could, like, theoretically win an Oscar, or something yeah. like that, so, and the, everybody's sort of saying, yeah, yeah, this this is, is really well written, it's very, you know, it's, so, in my head, it goes, oh, okay, so I'm trying not to let my expectations get too high, but we're almost there, so... That's all we're going to say. We'll see you at Five Guys. Oh, yeah. I'm already kind of hungry, so. (laughs) Ooh, we come in at Five Guys, and they're playing local boy Luke Graham. Luke Graham. Singing I Want to Know What Love Is. He used to come into our restaurant and the kitchen. I want to know what snickety snick is. The kitchen would sing I Want to Know What Love Is whenever he'd come into our restaurant and then the waitresses would run back and go, cut it out. (laughs) I can't hear you. Well, that movie was better than I expected. Me too. Uh, I don't know what I expected really, but. We're going spoiler free because we, it just came out literally. Yep. yep. And I'm going to put this up right away, but. Um, yeah, if you even have a passing interest in the X-Men, I guess you got to see this movie. Or, you know, Wolverine. This is definitely full berserker Wolverine choppity chop. Yeah, um, and some amazing Professor X stuff, too. I think they finally... I don't want to say anything like it's the best X-Men movie, because... It was not really. I kind of reserved that for first class. This wasn't an X Men movie. Yeah. Um, but they definitely have finally succeeded in making the gritty Wolverine movie. And they did it right because it's damn well written. Really yeah. well written. And insanely well acted. Yeah. Uh, they could have phoned it in. I mean, these, these movies print money, you know. And, Patrick Stewart should have been like, yeah, one more gig, put a couple million in my pocket. And I've been reading this in the reviews of it, that, that you know, Patrick Stewart and uh, Hugh Jackman bring their A-game, but it's beyond their A-game. They really, mm-hmm. really good acting in this movie. And, and, I, and I wanted to say, wow, the director is doing a great job with the actors in here. I don't even think they had to. I think these guys just know their characters so well. Yeah. And, they got a script where they could take it, their acting, to the next level. You know, this is, it's an action movie, but... And, and Manigold's got some history with it now. He's done all three, like, solo Wolverine movies. I think he did Origins, too. Really? Yeah, he did, did the second one. So this has been the same director mm-hmm. on all three Wolverine movies? I believe so, at least the last two. Well, this is a big improvement over the Wolverine. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's, I think it's mostly just because of the intimate setting of it. You know, you don't have to serve too many masters in it. It's a road movie, man. It's well, do you get the do you get the feeling that maybe after the Wolverine? Because I thought the Wolverine kind of 
petered out at the end and, and became like, all right, we've been doing Logan being gritty in Japan and and stuff like that, but we got to end this as a, in a laboratory with. Yeah, right, I was not happy with the ending of that at all. And it turned into a boss battle, and I think a lot of people didn't like that, and I think they picked up on that and yeah. took that element out of this movie. We could definitely have a boss battle in this, but it's really not kind of the standard formula for it. I mean, it is and it it's isn't. Not, it, yeah, it's it's, formu- it, it's formulaic as in when it shows up in the plot, but it's not formulaic as in how it plays out. And it has a little, couple of surprises. One in particular, we just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely a... <laughs> Definitely a hard movie not to spoil because there's a lot of nice little mm-hmm. little things to spoil in it. And what it, what's nice is it doesn't beat you over the head. It's got a few little nice Easter eggs in there. It doesn't beat you over the head with them. Like, hey, here's Bishop, and you know, no, Bishop's not in it. Um, it doesn't go over out of its way to explain anything. You're definitely not going to get like any insight into what happened to the X-Men or anything. They you know, don't really explain much and they don't really need to. It's not the point of the movie. So um, so I mean it, it, does it fit into the continuity? Kind of yes and no. They do reference some things from the continuity of the movies. but And those are just nice. They're just little callbacks. And great interaction between Stuart and Jackman and you know you can tell these guys work together nine times you know or mm-hmm. whatever eight nine times so yeah really impressed and I think I think the acting was served very well by the cinematography in this and I thought he was a little too tight on the shots and some of the fights mm-hmm. and they got a little confusing at times it tended to improve later in the movie the first one was a little clunky I thought um but as far as the dialogue shots, I mean, it's going way close up for most of them. And you can just see the line, you know, all the line and the age on the actors' faces. Yeah. And it just added to the characterization. I'm going to eat for a while, so you talk. <laughs> yeah, this definitely is with the aging aspect. And you had two really great aging actors to mm-hmm. do it and lots of close-ups. So, yeah, you end up with... Seeing a lot of sweat, blood, wrinkles, scars. Really good. If, if a little generic, you know, generic mercenary type um, big bad, but one of the big bads. Um, but that guy, I thought, nailed it, you know. Well, necessary the big swagger. Were, and the big bads weren't really like big a bad. driving element of the story. It's right. like we have to stop the big bads. They're. Nobody's saving the world in this you know, one. The big you bads know. are just a mechanism that keep everybody on the run. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it has a really just nice balance of acting, road movie, set piece, you know. Great car chases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really didn't expect a lot of great car chases, but there were. Well, in a way, a lot of ways, it reminded me of the... Um, not Civil War, but the Captain... Um, oh, Winter Soldier. Winter yeah. Soldier. Mm-hmm. Where it was just driven forward 
Sorry. <laughs> Delicious fries. Yeah, the meat expands. Five guys. Yeah, really. I, I mean, I don't have a lot of, to say about this outside that doesn't include spoilers. So, I mean, really, I just have to highly recommend it. I mean, as someone who hasn't really liked the last two X Men movie all that much, and a lot of it was because of Wolverine. I hate to say that, but I mean, I was getting a little tired of him being the focus of everything. Um, but this this felt good because you know it's his story, so he's supposed to be the centerpiece. But again, it's kind of not his story. So, and they could really um, uh, I won't say much, but. This could have gone Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome at a, at a point. And uh, the kid is pitch perfect. Yeah. And, and then there's an inclusion of other kids. And it could really ruin the movie, but it did not. I mean, they, they're, they're, the scenes with, with the kids and, well, are not over the top, you know, they don't go into the over the top cloying cuteness that you could, you know, when when I saw the first pictures of like Wolverine with a little kid, it's like, oh geez, you know, you know all the, there's so many trite yeah. things that they could do with that. And I mean, it felt a little like the Lost Boys with, you know, Quinn Mutants at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, or it could have gone that way and it would have got kind of silly. And uh, it could have taken the direction of Wolverine, like totally. Tra- I, you know, I could Wolverine, like, no, we don't kill, or something like that. You know, trying to no, no, uh, didn't bother with that. <laughs> no, there's just a total acceptance of what the girl is, and mm-hmm. but like I said, nicely done. It's going to be hard to. It's going to be hard to follow up an X-Men movie with this. I mean... Yeah. I guess we're, um... I guess we're going to be, um... Exclusively the new Professor... You know, the... First-class Professor X actor from now on. Yeah. Which, alright, but... Smart, it's smart. And somewhere down the road, they're eventually going to have to cast another Wolverine someday. You know, the, the fan base will demand it. And obviously, Wolverine's kind of like boxes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, we've had, you know, Batman has to go through it every time, so. <laughs> yeah. But, honestly, has there been a beloved screen Batman that people are like, like, uh, I hate to see him go. Well, yeah, and there's not one that's I mean, played the character for 17 years, so. There's, right. And there's people <laughs> who like the Batman, you know, like different Batman movies or something, but there's nobody, oh, well, I'm sure there are people going, like, Michael Keaton will always be my Batman, mm-hmm. or, or um, George Clooney will always be my Batman, or whatever, but it's going to be tough. I I just read recently, finally, Old Man Logan in kind of preparation for this, even though I knew it wouldn't be like that in many ways. And it wasn't (laughs) at all. (coughs) It had kind of the same vibe, but if if that's what you're looking to see, you're definitely going to be disappointed. Um, Because it's it's light years away from that. I think people should know by now that Marvel isn't going to do that because... 
Well, I guess for many reasons. But well, most, uh, most of the characters. Reasons yeah, too. most of the characters in that are on the other other side of the, the fence. But you end up with a spoiled movie too if you do that. Yeah. You know, well. basically. Yeah, and I this I, I was surprised. This definitely had some twists I was not expecting. But. All right, I want to finish my burger, man. Mm-hmm. So go see go see Logan. It's really good unless you. Um, Unless you are into violent movies, it is a very violent movie. It's definitely not a kid's movie. It's a very, it's very violent, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if Scott Gardner, if you're listening, <laughs> this is, you know, it's got violence in the area of the Daredevil TV show and the, the pun. Well, the, maybe a couple more like, dismembering. So, some of the some of the better Punisher movies. And, yeah. And what I can imagine the Punisher TV show is going to be like. Oh yes. <laughs> but. They do not pull punches on the carnage. Mm-hmm. They do not pull. They don't pull punches on anything. They, don't they also punch. don't overdo it, and they could have. No, and and like you know, they they hit a perfect tone with the violence, with the actual interpersonal relationships, and with the just general presentation of the action. Yeah. It's all just. It's all really good. The only thing, if I could think of, of anything weak about it, and it's not, and it didn't really draw away from it. The music in it is very minimal and generic yeah, it when it's there. It didn't really grab me in any way. There was one scene that was a really dramatic scene and the music was just like mixed kind of low in it. And I was just like, ah, why even bother? All oh, this yeah. soundtrack music. <laughs> I yeah. Why even bother? But minor, minor quibble. Um, I, I never, I almost never really notice a bad score as much as you know I do recognize a good one. So they don't bad scores don't necessarily bother me all that much. But. A bad score. Well, though, truly bad. Like, yeah, yeah. But this wasn't like out of place or anything. Yeah. It was just really you didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, very often there just wasn't any. It's it's a very um, very naturalistic feel to the movie. So I think it was the right call for this, though. I mean, because you yeah. could, you could have made something big and booming and symphonic for the fights, and it just would have. Put that yeah. made a less real edge to it, but I think it, it was served well by just being minimalist and, and brutal. It was a western, you know. Even it was pretty good tie into Shane in a way. <laughs> yeah, that's a little obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was about as heavy-handed as they got, though. It was, it was good. All right. Yeah. Go to see it. Bring your drill cups. And even bring bring a tissue because you're gonna you're gonna be uh, yeah. you're gonna be shedding a few tears. Good beat, good beat. And go to Five Guys afterwards. Just shit. Always go to Five uh, Guys shit. afterwards. Yeah, I'm, I, this would have been probably about five minutes longer, Bub. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, later. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 
Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Got it in the tip of my tongue. Come on. Uh, oh, golly, I'm nervous. Let me see. Oh, Alexander Dumbass. <laughs>